Good morning, my friends, and welcome to today's Get Clarity Training. Today we are going to touch on identity, codependency, and how we undo this idea that other people complete who we are. Explain what's really going on in the background with that, and how we move into actually discovering who we are and who we want to be. What the foundation is, the four specific things that are the foundation of discovering and being who we are. <clears throat> so, if you're new to me, I'm Marshall Bircher, and I help codependents rediscover their well-being and their happiness by healing the trauma bond, helping them discover and to, to know, love, and live who they are and create happy relationships. So before we get started, I need to share this out to the community really quick. The community is your safe haven where you can find support, tools, and guidance to help you thrive beyond your codependency and realize that you're not alone, you're not crazy, that what you've been through is real and what you've, you've been through is something you can heal from and move on in your life to have things that you really enjoy and value. The link is above on Facebook, below on YouTube. You can also Google it. It's the Thriving Beyond Codependency Community. So jump in there and let me click a button and get it shared out to there and there we be. So let me know in the comments if you're here, how you're doing, and let's get started. So identity, this idea, they complete me. <laughs> um, let me know if that's something you resonate with, something that you've thought before, if you've experienced, because it was definitely something I lived with. I thought that the right woman, the right relationship, the, even the right job would complete me, that it would provide the missing piece and be the answer to the emptiness and the loneliness within me. In reality, what was going on are a couple of factors. I'm gonna switch this over to the stylus view so we can have some art here. So what was really going on in this experience is a factor that's called external orientation. External orientation, all right. So what happens is we have a sense where we're here this is us. This is your person. And then there's another person over here. And we have a bond or attachment to them, right? And what's going on is in our brain, we have a question like, who am I? What's going on here? I need to know who I am. And so we look to other people that we have attachment to, to define who we are. It's called external orientation. So their feelings, their desires, their uh, reflection, their criticisms, uh, their feedback are what we use to define ourselves. They define our identity. Now this may vary for you depending on uh, the type of enmeshment or level of enmeshment you experienced with parent or with a partner or with a peer. Not all codependents, this varies in depth from person to person in this dynamic. But in general, if you're struggling to know, you know, if you, if you struggle with, with approval and with rejection, these things are very powerful. They send you up or they send you down real sharp. You're dealing with external orientation. If you feel um, like you don't exist when you're not in a relationship, you're dealing with external orientation. 
If you struggle to know your feelings, your wants, and your, your needs and your desires without someone else there, you're dealing with external orientation. You're seeking yourself through another human being. Now, this isn't unusual. This is actually something to do, it, it plays a role with attachment, okay? Because one of the things in attachment is it becomes a conduit like a little road here between two people and when this is the child and this is the parent the child is exploring who they are through the reflection of the parent the child starts to understand their feelings their body their sense of identity their their sense of attributes um, through what the parent says values and criticizes okay so this teaches the child who they who they are when we're dealing with an unattuned parent we usually get criticism and we get praise for action for things we do that make them proud this leads to transactional what's called transactional value my value is dependent on what I do, so I have to earn, earn my value. Sound familiar? Yeah, yeah, this is what's going on here, and this is all because of this little concept called external orientation. Some people call it other-oriented. Um, both are valid. So, this defines our identity. Our identity is stuck in another person. This is enmeshment. This is why we feel like someone else completes us because they're filling in what feels like gaps within us. The trick here, the solution to this, is something called internal orientation. Okay, so internal orientation. This has to do with, let's say this is you, this has to do with being in contact with your body, with your what I call innate value, with your own voice, and with vision that comes for you as a product of your innate value and voice and the wisdom of your body. So let's, let's expand on this. So your body, this is about being physically real. This is about existing, so you're no longer invisible. And it's about having access to feelings, to wisdom, to intuition, to thoughts, to ideas, to points of view. And this is where we get in contact with your value, your voice, and your vision. They're all in your body. Now, value is an important component here because, like in our last picture, we were dealing with transactional value. And just TRV for transactional value. What we're going for is something called innate value. Innate value is the concept that I have value because I exist. This is what leads to being valued for who you are. So it's not earned. It's not, it's not something that we go out and try to get. It's something that we demonstrate 
by being ourselves. And if we're with an attuned parent, they're going to, to value our presence, our time, our attention. They're going to enjoy the experience of our existence in their world. That's what it means to be valued for who you are, is they're grateful you exist and that they get a chance to have you in their world. This is where we're going. We have to come to this with ourselves. Innate value is I appreciate my existence in the world. I enjoy my presence. And what this does is it aligns us with a clarity about ourselves. Because now, because we're anchored in innate value, we can start to hear our voice. Because we have three voices. We have programmed voices, we have the voice of other people, and then we have our true voice. And that true voice is revealed through the innate value. When we're attuned to our true voice, then we can make choices and actions that are inspired by the vision that comes from it, which leads to happiness. Because we, we are living, we are being who we are. This is how we discover ourselves. Because identity is fluid. It evolves. And it's either going to evolve on a shame basis, like an externally oriented thing, or it's going to evolve on a value or an innate value basis from an internal orientation to ourselves. This allows us to differentiate our feelings, our wants, our needs from the other person. So I'm going to come up here and put a new thingy up. So in differentiation, this is me, yay, and this is the other person. We are different. I have different feelings, wants, needs, and desires, and they have different feelings, wants, needs, and desires in that moment. And they are contained. They are both valuable. And they're both meaningful, they're both important, but I'm not regulating my feelings according to their feelings. I'm not regulating my wants to their wants, my needs to their needs, or their desires to mine. Instead, mine are contained. Like, I get to be happy, they get to be sad. I want a burger, they want a salad, whatever it is. I am defined from them. I can distinctly understand where I'm at and where they are because I'm in relationship to my body, to my voice, to my value, and to my vision. I'm anchored in me. This allows us to, to create a reciprocal connection with the person rather than becoming enmeshed with them and losing contact with ourselves. This is where we're going in our codependency. This is how we ultimately liberate from it is by becoming more individuated in our body, our innate value, our voice, and our vision so that we can occupy the space of who we are and, and I'm going to switch screens here and start to live that. What this does for us is it allows us to create relationships that matter to us because we're connecting with people based on how they receive us and we receive them. So we're no longer earning love, we're discovering it. 
We're no longer earning value. We're demonstrating it. We're no longer trying to fit in. We're discovering where we fit. We're looking for compatibility. So this becomes part of the foundation to effective relationship, both with ourself and with others. So we are differentiating ourselves from them. So involved in this is regulating attachment. It's regulating attachment in two specific ways. Regulating the separation or space in attachment and regulating the proximity in it. It's about uh, keeping a definition or an anchor of our feelings versus their feelings. So it's becoming attuned to our ability to go, well, I feel this and they feel that, and discovering the space between them so that we can remain separate. It's about having boundaried empathy, meaning like I empathize with your experience and there's nothing I can really do right now that would be aligned with my own value, voice, and vision other than hold space for where you're at. So we're no longer sacrificing ourselves. We're no longer putting ourselves last. We're no longer um, blending with other individuals. We're no longer a chameleon. We, we approach difference as something important rather than something to avoid because difference often leads to conflict with people who want the cookie. They're benefit-centered in the relationship. They don't want connection. In connection-centered relationships, we're differentiated. We're separate individuals creating a consensual connection. Difference is going to matter. How we feel matters. What we need and how we need it matters. What we want and how we want it matters to each other, everybody involved in that particular relationship. This is where we're going. This is the key to restoring who you are from codependent enmeshment. So it starts with being anchored in your body. Then it comes into understanding and making contact with or retrieving and activating your innate value so you become more internally oriented. What do I think? What do I feel? What do I want? What do I need? How do I want it? How do I need it? Being, being able to differentiate between others, the space between you and other human beings. And it comes into contact with your voice. Is this my voice or is this somebody else in my head or is this something I've been programmed to think? Those are our three voices we've got to manage. And then the vision. What do I perceive from the place I'm at that, vow that matters to me here? So we're way outside the land of people-pleasing. We're way outside the land of gaslighting. And we're very much anchored in our own yard and beginning to understand our experience of other people relate to them based on a reality not a fantasy not a hope yep no more chameleon we start to like i'm i'm today i'm purple that's what i am and you might be in a pink room so it's going to be obvious you're there we we build resilience to attention we build resilience to rejection and to acceptance because now our value is not dependent on their approval or rejection instead it's anchored within us it becomes more sovereign. It becomes more independent of a, approval and rejection. And we start to see that approval and rejection are sorts. They, they, they're filters. They're not judgments. And that allows us to retain ourselves, to grow in our confidence, and to break free from the fawn, the freeze fawn loop, re-engage with healthy fight, healthy flight, so for our self-advocacy, so our anger, our confusion, our frustration, our needs, our hurts are all put in a proper valuing experience where they're respected, they're understood, 
by us first and then we build connection with people who respect us there as well. That's where we're going. That's how we start to reclaim our identity and then discover who we are and who we want to be because we have a, a choice in this. We can discover who we want to be through the work of discovering what really matters to us, what really resonates for us. And that depends on us understanding our innate value and feeling it and living from it, understanding and detecting and living from our voice and following the vision that results from that. That's how I approach identity, and both in the heal yourself strategy, the know yourself strategy, and the relationship strategy, because it's a fundamental to everything that's going on. So there you go. That's how we do it. One place I start with uh, when I'm working with clients and students is retrieving value from outside of us. There is a tool in the tools library. The link is above on Facebook or on YouTube. And if you're on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. You can go to that library and start the value retrieval tool. That can do some pretty profound things for you, especially if you're feeling really scared about what other people think, what other people feel. You're scared of rejection. You're fearing judgment, things like that. You can retrieve that. And then we get into attachment regulation so that you can regulate proximity and space and allow yourself to maintain that individuality. There's a tool there called the attachment distress regulator that can assist with that. Yes, differentiation and what matters to me, less attract, attached to attention. Yes, Robin, exactly. So there, there's a building out of ourselves. We start to really come into a sense of wholeness and contact where the emptiness, the loneliness, and the who am I question starts to fill itself in just by occupying our body so that we can make contact with that innate value, voice, and vision that's within us. So if you're looking for assistance in this, I recommend starting with the Heal Yourself strategy as we, as we will be giving you, the, I will be giving you the foundation of that and then move into the Know Yourself strategy where we really expand deeply on these concepts and help you begin to embody and live it to experience it. So the link's above on Facebook, below on uh, YouTube on that. Thank you guys again for showing up for today's training. It's a little shorter than usual. I appreciate you. Remember that you're worth knowing, loving, and keeping. And I will see you guys in our next training.